91.3 KBCS, Music and Ideas, listener-supported radio from Bellevue College. I'm Yuko Kodama. Local Washington artist Black Belt Eagle Scout will be headlining the 50 Years of Music and Ideas KBCS event this Wednesday at the Tractor Tavern alongside Richard Simeonoff and Mr. Sam. Catherine Paul, or KP, the artist behind Black Belt Eagle Scout, described what influenced the sound with me last week. My dad is a singer and a drummer, and my family uh, back in the day had uh, a powwow drum group called the Skagit Valley Singers, and we would travel on the powwow trail on my whole family and sing, and I would dance, and so that was the foundation of music for myself, and and not just like music, but just, um, I don't know, a cultural way of being as well. And so that's kind of, if you're thinking about the music that I make, that's where the roots are. I should tell you um, about my family because that's where powwow stemmed from for me. So my grandfather, who's now passed on, his name is uh, Alex Paul Sr. He is from the uh, Colville tribe. And so I'm part Colville. And on my grandmother's side, that's how I'm Swinomish. And since I grew up in Swinomish, was born here, I'm an enrolled member of the Swinomish tribe. So I, I grew up in this Coast Salish culture. However, another part of me is from the Eastern tribes and the Eastern tribes bring, you know, powwows. My grandfather brought a powwow over to Swinomish and we called it all my relations powwow. And we had that powwow for a really long time. It was always during my birthday and I always thought it was like the best because it was like my birthday and this huge event growing up. I grew up just being a part of a family that not only sang at powwows, but put on powwows and like established a powwow in this region where I'm from. And so we would travel as a family and go and sing in various different areas. We have family all over because of our our roots in in the Colville territories and also the Swinomish territories. We have family up in BC. You know, we have family in Lummi, we have family in Tulalip, we have family all over really. And so we would travel and be with our family and go and sing at various powwows. But the one that we had here in Swinomish, All My Relations, was a traditional powwow. And so our traditional powwows, we would feed everyone and everyone would show up for um, breakfast and like various meals. And we would really try and take care of people in that way. That's how I grew up experiencing, you know, my life and my culture and how it pertains to a certain type of music. But sometimes I don't even really like to call it music just because I think it's a way of life. But obviously from that and from like the drumming and the singing, that's how I established melodies within myself. And those melodies, you know, infused with loud guitars and all that stuff, that's that's kind of like how how I came to be. And so my grandmother, Isabel Paul Yakinak, she uh, was a lady of the drum. 
And so she would sing really high parts of the drums and have, I guess, kind of these like solo parts. That was a, a part of our family for a while, but we haven't done that in a, in a, in a bit because we've had family members who have passed on. And that's my perspective, just my like, you know, I'm in my 30s and growing up. And so I'm just one voice of my family sharing my thoughts on it. I, there are def definitely other perspectives from from our family on that. Here you are kind of straddling the eastern side and the the, you know, the Coast Salish side with the canoe journeys that happen here and then the powwows that are happening, like that melding of them and you you grew up within those two zones. Is your family involved in the canoe journey? Our whole tribe is involved in canoe journey here. It's it's a really big thing and it's really healing and really important to us to be able to access, you know, being out on the water and singing and having that culture in our life. It's very, very important. My dad sings with our canoe family, a lot of other tribal members, they'll sing. And then we have dancers and then I'll go out on the canoe and be with our canoe family. Being in Washington growing up, Washington has a really cool music history, especially from the 90s. As somebody who lives here, I got to uh, hear just bands playing on the radio and like knowing the history. And so I got really into rock music. One of the bands that I really loved growing up was Slater Kinney. Mm -hmm. And uh, obviously I listened to a lot of Nirvana and like Bikini Kill. I'm playing in the band Mount Erie right now. I listen to them growing up too. I want to go back across that sea With my hands out With my hands out I've got really into classical music too. <laughs> I liked, I think I, I draw from like the emotion of music and classical and rock music to me sounds like there's a lot of emotion that can come from it. And the type of music that I play, I primarily write music on guitar and on electric guitar. I write a lot of louder uh, lines and then some quiet stuff too. But that came definitely from, you know, being in my bedroom playing guitar. Also being invited into all ages music spaces, the closest all ages music venue to where I grew up was in Anacortes at the Department of Safety. It doesn't exist anymore, but when it did, it was really awesome. And so I got to be able to attend concerts at a young age and be invited into that music scene and not just to go to shows, but also to play shows. I played my first concert at the Department of Safety in Anacortes, Washington. I think one of the things that is helpful about all ages music spaces is that there's just a lot more community available to be a part of, to be a part of a show. Like if, you know, there's a family and they want to come, everybody can come and they can have this experience and be able to share it with one another. And it, it doesn't have to be so, you know, formal. <laughs> you don't have to like go to a bar and like go into the, the showroom. Like it's more inviting. 
I am on tour right now as Black Belt Eagle Scout. And then I'm also playing in the band Mount Erie right now. And we've been doing some shows. We played in Orcas Island and that show at Orcas was really cool. There were just like little kids running around just doing their little kid thing. And then also like some little kids just like staring <laughs> and into our droning amps and then like ferociously being like, Woo! at the end of it. It's fun, I think. It's just like fun to have an experience with all different ages at a concert. I feel like it. it's, easier too. It's like it puts you at ease. When I show up to a space, I like to be able to show up in a good way and to um, have a good heart when I play and to be able to almost cast that around to the crowd in hopes that like we can have this like circular experience of like I'm playing and they're receiving and then I'm getting it back and it's kind of this like ongoing motion. I really like to be able to have like shows be kind of more of like interaction and not just like oh I'm going to this concert. I like to be able to feel I guess in this vulnerability space <laughs> and like have like honest moments too. Is there any navigating or things that you experience that kind of speak to that difference between the cultural way and the uh, kind of concert going way? Yeah, yeah. There's this t-shirt, I think it's from my tribe made it, but it says walk like you have a thousand ancestors walking behind you. I'm bringing that up because um, I believe that in my life there are my ancestors here with me. They're right next to me, they're, you know, watching me, they're cheering me on, or they're saying, hey, <laughs> like, you know, um, <laughs> that um, notion of, like, I have people with me. I will quite literally, like, I don't want to say imagine, but, you know, see all of my ancestors at shows with me. And I think it's because I sing in a certain way sometimes where it's not like it's not like I'm singing our, you know, traditional canoe songs, but the melodies that I'm singing maybe are similar and they come from a place of this indigenous knowledge that I have in running inside of my blood. And so one of the songs, it's Cheats Oats off of my new album. And I can feel like, you know, people standing beside me, mostly the women in my family that are standing beside me. Or I can, you know, see out into the crowd and I, you know, see my grandfather out there. And so sometimes when I am, you know, playing a show, like maybe like there's like not a lot of people there. <laughs> I see all of my ancestors in those spaces where all the other people aren't standing. And so I think like, you know, I don't often share this because sometimes I feel shy about it because I'm like, wonder what people will think. <laughs> but that's my personal experience when I play a show. Um, and that's what I bring to a space of my concerts and like the things that I do when I share my art and when I share my music. That's, that's my own experience of like when, when I roll up in my tour van. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
I got a huge entourage. <laughs> Here you are working music in a way that is, you know, it's it's the way that you've always known, but also you're in the space of music where people are doing their their usual jockeying kind of scene, people trying to make money and, you know, getting recognition and, you know, who is playing your music and all of that kind of thing. Um, is it that because you hold yourself in a particular space that that cannot be a thing for you or is it still a thing? I love your capitalism question. <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's talk about capitalism. Well, I mean, I think that like, for me, I like to play music and I like to go on tour. And I think it's awesome if it, it can be a job. Um, but also it's like, you know, do I want to have my passion be a job? and it slowly become a job and less of a passion. There's kind of like this fine line of like, you know, wanting to figure out what that is. And I don't know, I feel like I'm in a place where I want to do something if I'm having a good time. And right now I'm still uh, very much enjoying playing music and it's something I feel very lucky to do. And, you know, maybe one day, I won't enjoy it and I'll do something else. <laughs> I think I'm like in a space where I just want to do it if it feels good. And that also goes back to like teachings that I have from my dad and my grandparents is like to do it from a good place and a good heart. Like if it doesn't start to feel weird and icky, don't do it. There's always that tokenizing that can come into play um, as the Indigenous music artist, if there's anything you want to say to that. Yeah, I feel fortunate to work with really great people where I don't enter into a situation like that. I have a really awesome team of people that works hard to uplift me in a way that is the same goals and like our same values. And so I think that is something that's important if you are, you know, wanting to do music in any form, like if you want to go on tour or whatnot, is to find people that you can work with that have similar values as you that will have your back. I think probably Native people have been in situations where they feel tokenized. And that's really unfortunate, but I've felt very safe and um, uplifted from the people that I work with. Navigating that, you know, is challenging too. It's like trying to find the right people to work with, but I feel very, you know, lucky that I have a good team of folks behind me. What are some kinds of songs that might speak to a particular moment that that you came across it or has a story? I think I'll talk, and this is kind of along the same lines, because uh, I mentioned it earlier, the song called Cheats Oats. It's about a place called Cheats Oats, which means a narrow place, and it's a place near where I live. Uh, it's a really beautiful place, kind of island, peninsula, that has a lot of trees dug 
juniper, uh, cedar, a lot of salal berries, a lot of uh, huckleberries, a lot of uh, organ grape and ferns, and then looking out you can see the river delta systems of the Skagit River and then where um, they meet the sound. And so it's this very beautiful place that I really love um, to spend time in. And the song is about how I feel in that space. And I guess spaces like it too. And kind of being one with the space and knowing that I'm walking in this space and that this is a place that feels very special and that is special because it's where all, um, all of my ancestors have, have walked and also knowing that not just people form of ancestors but like all of the plants and the trees and all of the water and you know everything that is surrounding me are my ancestors and are my family and that it just is a just like being wrapped up and feeling very nice that's what the song's about is kind of knowing knowing that and having those thoughts while walking in that space i mean i look at all of this area and i think about like you know that this area is you know my ancestors but also within that song what i sing about is that you know this is also me like quite literally this space like i am also this space hundreds of years from now this is me too this is the space like is me because of this connection that i have with my people being in this space and being from this space Could you talk a little bit about both your parents on spaces? My dad asked me recently, how did you come to having your mom and I sing on the song? For that song, I wanted it to have like a melody that has kind of a chorus behind it. And so the song, it's meant to be healing song and appreciation for people to show up in a space and to be there be present i also think that all of the songs can be healing songs too but like that one in particular i was like healing song <laughs> i thought that that it was fitting to have my dad and my mom sing on it uh, because my dad he sings these cultural songs and he sings in a way where it's powwow forward coast salish vocal style i guess in his own way I had that melody, the And for my dad in particular, I said, sing it how you would sing it. And so his voice, it's, it sounds kind of like a powwow song a little bit, like his, the, the melody that he sings, and he sings it in that way. And then my mom's voice. Hers is very similar to mine, and it's very uh, sweet voice, and so she sang along. I hadn't had them on any sort of music, and this last album, uh, The Land, The Water, The Sky, was a little bit more about collaboration and inviting people in, 
and so it just seemed like the time to have them participate. This person named Dimian Dene who is Navajo Dene, they shot my video for Softstead. And in the video, we didn't really have a plan. We just like went out and like, there's like dancing and like I was like smiling a lot and like having fun. And they told me a story once where they showed the music video to their mom and their mom was saying, wow, like, it's really cool to see an indigenous woman, like, just smiling and, like, having, like, so much fun. When they told me that that's what their mom said, like, that really stuck with me. And so I think about, I think about that a lot when I create things, is, like, being able to showcase the joys of my life, but also that sometimes come from a place that is hard, is challenging but having the two happen at the same time. I like to talk about the song My Blood Runs Through This Land, the background of the song where you might not, like, you, you won't get that from just listening to it. There's a story behind it. It's quite a literal statement, because it does. My blood runs through this land. And it's also a statement that uh, talks about like my ancestors running through this land. And I try and have that show up in the musical style. Harsh, electrifying sounds of guitar lines and guitar solos. I wanted to create a soundscape when I do like intense tremolo stuff through distorted amps like that would be a kind of like soundtrack of like a lot of indigenous warriors and people just like running <laughs> running very like powerfully very joyfully through the forests along the the rivers and just establishing ourselves in relationship to this area, to our homelands, to Swinomish, to the Coast Salish area. And so that's what I wanted to put into this particular song of My Blood Runs Through This Land. And I wrote a lot of those lyrics when I was sitting at a beach uh, called Sniush on the Swinomish Reservation. And I was just laying on the rocks. That's kind of what went into that song, powerful sounds and melodies.
That was KP of Black Belt Eagle Scout speaking with me last week. Black Belt Eagle Scout will be headlining the 50 Years of Music and Ideas KBCS event this Wednesday at 7.30 at the Tractor Tavern alongside Richard Simeonov and Mr. Sam. You can find more information about the event at kbcs.fm. I'm Yuko Kodama.